Hey, what's up guys? Hey, before we start this episode, I understand that I refer to this episode as number 24. It's actually episode 25. So enjoy. <laughs> hey, what's going on folks? How are ya? Welcome back to the No Sleep Startup Podcast. This is episode 24. I'm excited about it. Last one was 23, and there's a lot of importance in that number because of Michael Jordan. But episode number 24, there is absolutely no importance to... No, I'm joking. All right, Kobe Bryant's awesome, okay? Um, I didn't like Kobe when he was in the league because I'm a Clipper fan. And uh, the Clippers never made it out of the Lakers locker room. But now that he's not in the league, I had a chance to brush up on my Kobe knowledge. And I respect the guy, man. I mean, his last game, he dropped 60, right? 60 points. Last game. That's impressive. Won the game, too. So, I'm not dedicating this to Kobe at all, but 24, there, there's the significance. When we get to 25, we'll talk about whoever else. I should have said Derek, Derek Dieter at 22. But anyways, we're back. Hey, I know, man. I know. I know. I didn't do an episode last week. I know. Okay? But again, I'm not seeking any sponsors. I'm not trying to get money out of this. And I got busy. <laughs> okay? Last week was uh, was uh, filled with a bunch of commotion. And that's what happens when you're in this entrepreneurial world. And... It, and I was really upset because I was like, man, I, I said I was going to do an episode every Wednesday. It's Wednesday, and I have to work until, you know, 3 in the morning. You know, and that, that's not an inefficiency. I just had that much work to do. So we're back this week, and I'm going to be more, be more proactive in funneling my work away from Wednesday night so I can do these for you. Cool? Deal? You forgive me? Okay. All right. So, uh, as always, I'm in the studio with the lovely Liz. Liz, say hi. Hello. And she's here, hanging out. That's right. <laughs> in our new office. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool, man. You know what I've 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 liked doing? Um, I've been ordering a lot of like custom prints, and um, getting them framed, and hanging them up around the office. You know, stuff that's inspiring. You know, like. Julio Jones from the Atlanta Falcons. I just ordered. I just ordered a new print from him. I've got a Matrix poster. I've got a. I've got James Dean hanging out in the back. Um, I have a big picture of a dog, which is kind of cool. <laughs> you got to make your office your own, right? I think so. Anyways, so episode twenty-four. Today's topic. Because I've been dealing with this a lot, man. And I've dealt with it throughout my entire career. And like Liz said, before we started this, is this is an important topic. Very important. Um, because you're going to run into it time and time again. You need to realize when, you, when you're like in the midst of something like this. So I'm going to title this episode, Scratch My Back. Okay? Scratch my back. Scratch it. Reason being, or the reason for that title is 
and I, I think you, you get where I'm going with this, is people, you know, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You know, like, dude, hey, man, when it comes to business, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, people who have a mindset of do something for me, and in return, you might get something from me, these people are the worst kind of people in the world. Now, I'm going to, here's a disclaimer. This episode is going to be very negative, okay? So if you're a positive person, go back and listen to something else. I'm here. Like, so. yeah, well, Liz, Liz will stop me if I get too <laughs> negative. But, like, guys, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Larry David on this episode. I promise. I'm just, you know, Larry David from that one show that he's on. What is it called? Kirby, yeah, Kirby, yeah, Kirby, that, that show. I'm going to be a negative Nancy on this one because I have a bone to pick with people like this and I don't know any other way to get it across to you, the entrepreneur, than to let you know what I've dealt with and kind of help you see the signs as they're evolving, okay? So, these scratch my back, I'll scratch yours people, man... Like I, I want to go into red flags, but I'm 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 gonna go over a, a a few like instances that I've dealt with. Okay, I'm talking about people that I go and sit down with that have requested a meeting with me, and they want like one of the first things they say is okay, or one of the first things I always say is you know what's your budget? Here's what I usually charge in my experience in in this market. This is the price point that you're gonna be looking at. And normally, people are like, okay, well, that makes sense. But these scratch-my-back people, they're the ones saying, can we knock that price down? Because if you do, and you have your name on my website, people are going to come to you. Like, people are going to come your way and give you business. Because you've done me this favor. Now, what? <laughs> you know, these people do do this thing for me at a discounted rate, a way discounted rate, but because I, in my head, am so popular, and I, in my head, my, my, my business model is so airtight and secure, and I get so much business, obviously, just you being involved with my business is going to bring you business. Dude, hey. Hey man. No. Guys, you we, we you can't fall for that. And people fall for it. I fall for it, man. Even to this day I fall for that. You know, you you meet with a business owner and they have such a good vision and such a good mission statement and they're making all the right strides and then they say, you know, um all we need is a logo and you're like, "Okay, cool, man. I charge you know, three grand for my logos. And they're like, hey, I have a hundred dollars. <laughs> your business is doing so well. Yeah, yeah. But the business is doing so well. But but I have a hundred dollars, you know. <laughs> and then you say, okay, you know what? I believe in what you're doing so much. You know what? I'm going to make this. Uh, this uh, I'll, I'll do it, okay? Because I believe in you guys. And what happens? Every single time you cut somebody a break and they 
insert beep here. <laughs> they fuck you over. Every time. Every time. So the smart person, the smart business owner would say, okay, I, could, I can do that for 100 bucks," And they'll go to a, a service and they'll pay 50 bucks, and they'll get a logo done and then give it to the company, right? But what happens when that company is like, this is crap. This isn't at all what I wanted. What if that, what if that company is like, <laughs> you know, that guy? You know, you've discounted them 90% and now they're like, hey, uh, this is, isn't what I paid for. And, and you can't just say, I know that's not what you paid for. Because you didn't pay for anything. Like you, you pay that, that meeting that I set in with you to hear your whole vision, that's, that, that's worth more than what you paid me for the product or for the logo, you know? But that's what happens. So, I mean, it, it's, huh. I don't want to sound really, really critical about people, but I wrote down in my notes and I'm going to say it. I, it like, it's selfish. Like the people who who lowball you and who hear your price and and literally say, "I can't afford that, but here's what I can't afford." And if you, out of the kindness of your heart, take that job, and then they start, "Oh, thanks for slamming your cup down." Um, and <laughs> I just want to remind you of my presence here. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot my point. Oh, and, and they, they come back to you and they're like, okay, here's what I have. Like for one, guys, they do not respect the quality of your work. They don't respect your industry. They don't respect your time, okay? And for two, these people have, I promise you, they have no original thought of their own. And why, why do I say that? It's because... They're counting on, they're giving you a vision, they're counting on you to come up with their vision for them, which honestly should cost more than what you normally charge for a service. I dealt with a client once who had a vision for a website, and she, you know, she, she kind of had the basis of it. And I spent hour, like hours upon hours, like talking to this person and like, saying, no, you should do this, you should probably do that. Here's the easiest way to do this, here's the easiest way. Like, what happened was I became, in, that, in those calls, I became a free consultant, which you can never become, man. And trust me, man, this is, this is from experience. You start offering somebody advice. Here's the best way to do that. Here's the, when, you, when, you, when you say, hey, don't do that, do this, you're consulting. When you sit down and listen to somebody and they give you a vision and, and you say, okay, I think I could do that, that's not really consulting. That's taking a job and then giving them a price or sending them an invoice. But when you say, hey, I think it'd be better if you did that, you're consulting. And a lot of us do that and we don't get paid for it. And we have to stop doing that in this industry, guys. And I'll tell you why. I work with a lot of outsourcers. Okay, I have an entire process um, of which that that qualifies outsourcers, okay? And one of my main, like my key points is if I ask an outsourcer if they can do a job and I list specifics and they don't come back to me with questions, they're not the outsourcer for me. 
Does that make sense? If I send an outsourcer a list and I say, hey, I need these five things done on this website. And here's my price point. Can you do it? And they say, yes. When can I get started? I'm gone. I'm not hiring that person. Mm -hmm. They're literally saying, yes, I can do it without looking into it or without asking specifics, without making sure that they're not wasting their time or that, that they're, gonna, they're not going to do the job and then I come back or they're going to do the job and I come back and say, you know, this isn't what I wanted. They're asking questions, specifics. That's important, right? It's very important. But with these, these potential clients, like, guys, we're offering free advice based on the years and years of knowledge that we have, which we cannot do anymore. I'm very, I'm sick, I'm sick and tired of running across clients who are like, yeah, I paid this person this much to do that, and they never did it. And then I say, okay, well, I can fix it. It's going to cost just as much as you paid that person. And what happens? The bridge is burned. They don't believe it. They don't trust anyone in our industry to do anything because this person just said, yeah, I can do that. And they didn't do it. And I challenge you right now, man. If you're doing that, if you're taking on jobs that you're not, that you don't even know how to explain to an outsourcer, stop it, please. Please, man. This is our industry, or this is my industry. You're driving the price down, man. I understand you can get a deal and be like, oh, I think I can teach myself that. But what if you can't? What's wrong with saying that's not my strong suit? You know, I know somebody who can do that. Let me refer you. Take a cut of it. Hey, I got you a new deal, buddy. Um, is it cool if I get 20%? Of course your buddy's going to be like, yeah, man, thanks for the new, new gig right? You got to stop taking on stuff just because there's money involved. Okay? Anyways, let me let me go back to my notes, man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, be careful not to become a free consultant. Uh, oh, uh, um, so, it, so this is, this is difficult, man. Um, what happens is, if you're dealing with somebody who is trying to do the whole, like, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, right? If you do something for these people, if you say, you know what, that doesn't take too much, I'll do it for free, these people are going to bother you to death. They're going to bother you to death, man. Like, it's one thing to educate people on something. It's one thing to say, um, okay, I understand you want these features, but to have these features, it includes buying these plugins, buying these add-ons, and, you know, and, and uh, configuring them so that everything works together. That's one thing, okay? But to say, yeah, I can do that, um, and it's going to take like two, three hundred bucks extra, but I can do it, and they say, well, you know, I'm, I, but, yeah, if, but if we do this, I'm going to get more deals. If I get more deals, I can pay you more. And then you do it, you're an idiot. You're not, okay, not an idiot. You're just not educated in, in, in sales, okay? And the people who are going to bother you to death because you did, okay, here's an example. I had a client way back who asked me to build them like a private Facebook group or whatever. And 
this is on top of them not paying their second portion of their website. And I said, you know what? I'll do it. Because I know in my head, and you know in your head, that takes all the five seconds. It takes five seconds to build. Right? But what always happens, man? What always happens? You build it. You put up a profile picture. They write you back. Hey, can we do a different profile profile picture? Mm-hmm. You do a cover photo. Hey, that's not what we're really going for. Hey, can you change the title? Hey, how do I do this? Hey, how, how do I do that? Man. You got to... You, We have to stop doing stuff for free in this industry. In this digital world, we have to stop doing stuff for free. We have to. You know, and if you look back, uh, maybe I mentioned it in episode one or two, but I I always tried to do like pro bono projects, you know, just to, just so I had like that that non-profit, you know, uh, arm to my company. And I recently met with a, a, a wealthy client and I said, yeah, here's one perk about me. You know, I try to do pro bono projects. And they said, you mean for free? And I said, yeah. And they said, don't ever do anything for free. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I thought that that was a good thing for you to hear. But it wasn't. Which was shocking. Okay, I'm giving you guys... An exclusive right now. <laughs> Dominic was shocked. I thought I knew it all. Well, no, I didn't think I knew it all, but I thought I was like, you know, I had a good, a good pitch, or pitch. And I said, yeah, I do pro bono projects. Here's who I've worked for. And they were like, and he was like, don't do anything for free, man, ever. And then the the the, the client proceeded to yell at one of their employees who was asking me too many questions and said, pay him for his time. Stop asking, asking him questions right now. Okay? There's a dip there. So there's a shift, guys. There's a shift that occurs when you stop offering suggestions and you start charging for your time. You get rid of those scratch my back, I'll scratch yours pe- people. You don't want them in your life at all. You know, and am I saying to be cold to people? I mean, if you consider charging someone for your time and your knowledge as cold, then yes, be cold. For sure. For sure. Be cold. Cold blooded. Cold blooded. Check it and see. There you go. It's different. It's like. I don't know what that was. Okay. Anyway, so moving on. I wanna I wanted to make sure I hit these these red flags, okay? So I've been in this industry for a while and I know that there that there are certain red flags to look out for. But so I'm gonna point out a few that aren't really like um so much so uh obvious, but you would only know if you've been in it for a while. Okay? So <laughs> I, I remember I had, I had a client who was on national TV. Um, I forget what station, but it was like the, uh, they, the the client owned a restaurant, okay? And they were on one of those like restaurant shows where they fix up your restaurant, and I'm not going to say the name of it, but they fix up your restaurant and hopefully you make more money, right? And in talks with them, it's like, hey, 
you know, the guy's like, hey, you know who I am. You know the exposure I have, right? You know how many hits my videos get on YouTube and Vimeo every month and every year. And, um, like, I, if you do this, these things for me that I need, you're obviously going to get more work. Oh, boy. Hey. Hey, man. I don't care what... I don't care if you're Gordon Ramsay. I'm not doing anything for free, man. If I did Gordon Ramsay's website, I might get two or three hits in a year. Do you guys know this? I don't know if it... I don't know if everyone knows this, Liz. Because I would... Five years ago, me would think... If I do Gordon Ramsay's website, if I do Oprah Winfrey's, Winfrey, not Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey's website, I'm going to get so much business. Sure. But you know what happens? You don't. You do not. No. You're not going to get referrals because your name's at the bottom of somebody's freaking website. Guys, get that through to you. And, I'm, and I told you I'm going to be, I'm, I'm not cursing too much. Okay. <laughs> so give me that at least. But having your name attached with someone who's doing well does not bring you business. And for the most part, if anyone ever calls that business owner and says, who does your stuff, they're not going to tell. Like, they, they won't tell the person your name. They won't give them your number. They won't. They want to keep it to themselves. So that's a, that's a red flag there. Like, hey, you do business with me, people are going to see you. Screw that. Screw that. We're marketers. We're digital people. We can make people see us. If we really want to, we can make people see us, right? Secondly, here's the thing. If you're in a, in a, in a, like a discovery meeting with someone and they don't talk about money or budget and they talk about themselves for the entire meeting and they're pitching what they're doing, like they're pitching their company to you, they're setting you up to do free stuff for them. Example. Mm -hmm. Example. I meet with a uh, uh, health, let's say, for instance, uh, a health consultant. Okay, they they write, they make uh, meal preparations for people. Okay, I go and I say, hey, nice to meet you. You wanted to meet with me? They're like, they're like, yeah. They take me around the entire facility, right? They're talking about their history. We've been around for four years. We just bought this building. A lot of expenses expenses have gone into this. Um, Here's our team. Here's our staff. Everyone's all lined up for you. They all meet you. They show you their office. They want to give you their food uh, so you can taste it and get a you know get a, a hint of like how good the food is X Y Z. Listen to what they say when you start talking about budget. Okay, mm -hmm. because when 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 we go into businesses, it's our job to pitch our services, right? But if you walk into a business and a business is pitching you on what they do, watch out. I'm serious. Watch out. And it, it sounds kind of, uh, like counterintuitive, but that's what happens. They're going to say, I'm going to bring this marketer to me. This guy does websites. He does video. He does pay-per-click, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to impress him with what we do so much so so that he thinks like if he signs on or he gives us this, these things, he's going to get something in return. Now, it might not be that kind of, you know, that, 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 uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, methodical, but it's a it's a side thought, you know, and that's what they're gonna do. So look out for that, guys. Look out for that. 
I met with a guy who had a sausage company. <laughs> and he was saying, hey, you guys do this for me, and everybody who buys my sausage is going to see your name. Come on. What? When's the last time you looked at a uh, at Jimmy Dean when you buy sausage sausage at the store? You look at Jimmy Dean and you say, "Oh, who does their marketing? Who did this packaging?" Never, man. Come on, guys. We cannot go into deals hoping to expect something from the deal, like for, as a result of what we do. You know, aside from the person we do it for, we can't. We can't. And I hate to break it to you. I know there are a lot of deals where you're like, you run home and you tell the wife or you tell you know, your, your significant other and you're like, this could be really huge because this person knows so many people. Don't. Don't do anything for free for that person because they know a lot of people. Man, I sound bitter as crap, but, no. but don't do it. People are, are in the business of helping themselves. Not you. Not me. Not us. Not in this industry, man. Now, can you get referrals? Maybe. If you do good enough. But you can't do good enough without a budget. Right? And here's the third red flag. Okay, and then I'm going to wrap it up. And then I'm going to kick it to a new segment I call Listening with Liz. I just made that up. <laughs> But listening to lovely Liz. Or, so I, I told her, I said, make some notes, you know, so by the end of this, you have your own input. Because Liz is very well versed in everything I'm talking about, man. She's awesome. Um, she does reporting for all our clients and whatnot. So um, the third red flag is, and this is very simple, okay? This, this should make sense to you. But hey, if you sent somebody an invoice and they paid it late or they're late to meetings, if they're late to the first, second, or third meeting that you have with them, if they're, if they're late to those meetings, do not do business with this person. And if you do, lock them down. Get a credit card authorization from them immediately in person so you can bill that person yourself. Why do I say that? Because they don't, they don't value enough to be there on time, right? They're not sending over the money when you when they should after you've done the work. Mm -hmm. This is a scratch my back client. He they're waiting to see, hey, am I getting the leads that I want? Okay, if I am, then I can probably you know work him over or work her over. You know, hey, I'm gonna, I sent you two two deals. Did did uh did Steve call you? He was interested. No, Steve didn't call me. Oh, okay, that's a shame. Okay, well I'll get that over to you as soon as possible. And then they just drag their feet. So if somebody, dude, hey, listen. <laughs> Clients that are late, and this is very, 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 very hard to do. But I, if I knew, if, I, if somebody like me were doing a podcast and I heard this two years ago and I listened to it, I'd be in a much better place right now. Now I'm in a good place, but I'd be in a much better place. If somebody's late on paying you or if somebody like you have a meeting and you're like, I'll send you over the invoice and you shake hands and you send it and they and you don't hear from them, you have to follow up. Leave them alone. And if they call you back and say, let's have another meeting, say no. Say no, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I have other clients. So I need a yes or no from you. Well, let's meet again. No. OK, well, I don't want your business done. Don't waste your time with these people, guys. For real. 
These people, like, and this isn't just like where I am regionally. This is worldwide. This is globally. These are personality types. And their goal isn't necessarily to screw people over, over but their goal is to get as much as they can to, to just suck all they can out of somebody for free. Okay? And again, I know I sound bitter. And it's super late and I'm drained. So I'm in a place where you probably shouldn't hear me. So we're going <laughs> to cut to the new segment. And, and I'm actually going to make, uh, probably this week I'm going to make like a theme song. Like, listen in with Liz. And then she's going to give her two cents. So we're going to kick it over to Liz. What you got, babe? Okay. Um, here are my notes. A couple things that I wrote down. Um, the first thing I wrote down was, I don't have time to scratch your back. I do have time to receive payment for my services. Mm, nice. So when someone says, well, you know, probably in time you're going to receive a lot of uh, clients or referrals or proposals or information from me. I don't have time for that. What I do have time is to do the work that you've contracted me to do and for you to pay me for it. That's what I have time for. I dig it. Anything dig outside it. of that? I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like it. Another note I had, maybe if you're Walmart. What do you mean? So if, so, if Walmart comes to you and says, hey, we're going to broadcast you on our website. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. As the leading marketer mm -hmm. for all, you know, multi-department store mm -hmm. marts. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And you say, okay, Walmart, you can afford to pay me $50,000 for this website, mm -hmm. and but, but I'll charge but you 40000 because you're going to put my name and logo and promote me on the front page of your site for six months. Mm -hmm. And that's wide scale. And even you said maybe to that too. Maybe. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you're Walmart. So if any person, my friend, if any person comes to you and is like, hey, I got, I got 2,500 likes on my Facebook page. <laughs> So probably mm -hmm. those 2,500 people need marketing services. You got to say, oh, sweetheart, mm -hmm. are you Walmart? No, like not going to serve me. Mm -hmm. I like that. Maybe that brings Walmart. up another point. I have a lot of website design or website clients who are like, you know how Amazon does this? And I'm like, hey, stop right there. <laughs> I ain't built nothing like Amazon. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, a note, another note I had... Um, Mm. Okay, here's a note on when you talked about, you know, going into the um, the meal prep place or whatever, and mm -hmm. they show you around, they mm -hmm. start off with all of that stuff. Um, ulteriorly, oh, that's not a word. Ulteriorly. Ulteriorly, yeah. I made it up. Ulteriorly. Alternatively. Follow Liz at Alternatively. At, at alternatively. <laughs> alternatively to that. Here's how you know, okay? You can walk into the business, and if they spend all their time telling you all about their business, they do this, they do this, here's their sales, here's their shares, here's their blah, 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 mm -hmm. they still haven't heard your price. Right. They still don't even know the details of what you do. They haven't even looked at anything. But they're spending all their time, 30 minutes, showing them around, introducing their staff, red flag, right? Yeah, is yep, what you said. Yep. Okay. Alternatively to that. Or, or, or alteriorly. Which is a new word. Mm -hmm. Like, Follow why not? Right? Get creative. Get on creative. Twitter. People. Creativity. Mm -hmm. um, if you walk into a company and they say, 
great, meet you in the boardroom. And they walk in and say, okay, what's your pitch? What do you have for me? What do you have for me? Yeah. Then you are in the limelight, and you better be prepared. And I'm going to say, what do you have for me? No, you're not. You're going to sit down, and you're going to say, no, listen, listen. My point, this is my point alternatively to what you okay. proposed. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Okay. If because you I, walk, I would say, what do you have for me? As if far you as walk into goes, a company okay. and they say, they don't tell you all about their business. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you would say that. Because that's actually, that's actually in my notes. Okay, good. You walk into a business. Say, these people are if they sit confused. down and they wait for you to pitch them, that's great. You should be asking them questions first about who they are. Right. And how big they are and how they got to where they are. That's how you know you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, so so that's a red flag too when somebody is not interested in what you have to ask, mm-hmm. what you have to offer, mm-hmm. what you need in order to go back and do this work they mm-hmm. think they need, but they're mm-hmm. so busy but they're so busy touting what they've done and who they are. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Red yeah, flag. Absolutely. You know they're about to go, "Did you not see my facility?" Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. You you can gain so much from this. Mhm. Yeah. So yeah. Good. No. Good. I'm not going to waste time on that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, another point, this is just a side point for everyone that works in the digital marketing field and like in, in technical things having to do with the web, with the internet, mm-hmm. right? And, and digital marketing. Mm-hmm. If you think you're dumbing it down, you're not. The majority of your knowledge is complex and it's confusing to 90% of those who are not in your industry. Oh, that's you good. have to remember that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a joke. When someone says PPC, people go, "What does that even stand for?" Mm-hmm. Which I don't is know funny because I was for. just telling Liz we had a sales guy who was selling paperclip <laughs> for the first three months. Hey, we do paperclip. Paperclip. And I was, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. what keeps all your web pages together." Connected. <laughs> hey. Which could totally yep. be a term. Paperclip. Like, no doubt. Like, like all, yeah. we got Slack is a whole platform. It's called Slack. You mm-hmm. think, you know, people who don't know what it it's is dress would be pants. like, is dress that pants. sleeping people? Are they pants. just no, slacking? Dre- no, it's dress pants. It's slacks. It's all yeah. about pants. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in your industry, remember, <laughs> like 90% of your terminology, anyone who's not in your industry, which is a large percentage of the population, right? They have no idea what you're talking. It's Japanese to them. It is another language. Dumb it down even further. Dumb it down. Never, never think that you're dumbing it down too much. A great question to ask a client is, how much, how, how knowledgeable are you Mm -hmm. on SEO, AdWords, um, digital marketing? Have you had? What's your experience with it? And let them tell you what they know. Because nine times out of ten, they'll say, I don't know anything. I have no idea. Or I did a campaign with these people. They screwed me over. What are you going to do for me? That's good. I'll tell you a quick story. Um, I was at, um, I was having a coffee lunch or whatever with a couple marketer friends of mine. And this guy walked past and one of my buddies knew him. He was like, hey, how's it going? He said, hey. And he introduced me. And uh, I was like, so what do you do? And he said, I do something. He said, something in the medical field. And I said, oh, cool. What is that? Right. <laughs> what? Do, what is that? Because I, I want to know, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, that's awesome. And then, like, research it later. I want to know from the source, what that what is that? And he was like, we compile data from different searches and research and, and, and pull it, yeah, whatever. It was crazy technical, but I was like, oh, awesome, thank you. I sat down and my buddy who knew the guy says, oh, I'm glad you asked him that because I never knew. What? 
<laughs> but that's what you're saying. Like, dumb yeah. it down. It's like, at, like, if you if you don't like, we know a lot, man. We know yes. terms. We know terms. Like, half of America doesn't know what SEO means. Yep. Uh, more than half, man. Like, eighty yep. percent. Yep. You know, they they don't know when they click on an ad that they clicked on an ad. Yep. Half of them don't even know how Bluetooth works. Come on, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, I I'm always an advocate for, just being like, what does that mean? Like, if somebody says a word. I have a brother-in-law who's really into politics, and he'll say stuff, and I'll say, I don't know what that means. Explain it. Please, explain it so I can follow you. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm not following you. The same goes with business. If somebody's like, yeah, we need to get our KPIs, you know, up. If you don't know what a KPI is, don't be like, oh, yeah, okay, we can do that. Say, what's a KPI? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. I've dealt with a lot of bosses, quote-unquote, who throw around these acronyms, and they're like, you know, we got to get our CPAs and our, C, our, our KPIs up, and then we need to look at our... And, and I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. I don't... What, what is all this? Mm-hmm. What does this mean? And how does it correlate to what I do? And half the time, they're so busy talking about themselves that they can't correlate it to what you do because they don't know what you do. Right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, you got any more points? One more point. Okay. Final point. All right. What about, and this is like alternative, what about situations where scratch my back is beneficial? So, you have a car repair, you have a house repair. Oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. You have That's something bartering. bartering. Mm-hmm. Now, why, let's explain to the people, why is it beneficial for you as a marketer or someone who can create a whole platform for a business to like make more business, right? Mm-hmm. Why is it beneficial for you to barter services, mm-hmm. but you're saying it's not beneficial for you to barter services with another company who needs your services? Right. So I have a buddy of mine who got his entire driveway, his garage, his whole flooring, and his roof done because he bartered services, marketing services. That's why. Mm-hmm. We're getting our we're getting repairs done to our house right now, right? Mm-hmm. And I mentioned, hey, do you know this person? He's like, yeah. Do you know this person? He's like, yeah. I say I do their marketing. He's he goes, oh, they're killing it. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, well, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. So a price point of thirty two hundred bucks goes down to nine hundred dollars because of services rendered. And you're so that still makes sense. putting a value on your service, aren't Absolutely. you? I think that's the difference. Absolutely. That's the difference between walking into a brand new company small company or person, business person, Mm -hmm. that says, I I can get you this, I swear. That's the difference. Right. Because you're not saying to this person that you're trading services for, you're like, if you repair my car that costs $3,500 to repair, I will build a $5,000 website for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's an obvious deal for them, right? Yep. Yep. So, there you go. Great point. Thank you, Liz. Hey. You're welcome. And then cue music. I'll have that done next week. There's no music right now. Anyways. I need a jingle. All right. I'll give you a jingle. (laughs) It's going to (laughs) be five seconds. (laughs) Anyways, thank you, Liz, for that insight. Hey, guys. Thank Liz when you get a chance. Listen, that's it. This is like 40 minutes. This is crazy. Fancy. You had 10 minutes to the podcast. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, Thank you guys for listening, man. I really hope you got something out of this. I hope I wasn't too negative and brought you down. Um... Or maybe, you know, you're stuck in traffic and you're kind of grateful that this episode went a little bit longer. If you like this um, this segment, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, 
at Dominic, D-O-M-I-N-I-C-K underscore T-M-G. That's Tango Mango Gango. Um, rate and review. You know, leave me some good comments. Whatever, man. Whatever you want to do. If you got time, do it. If you don't, whatever. Who cares? Um, if you like this episode, keep listening. Um, that'd be cool. If not, that'd be cool, too. Talk to you guys next week.